again, everyone, and thank you for joining me on another episode of Heavy Pages, a Divorce Journal. This is Josie, your host. And here we are reading up on more of my journal entries from my separation and divorce and diving deep into my thoughts and opinions on what I have read and how I feel about it now, as opposed to quite a few years ago when these entries were written. And with that, let's get to this week's journal entry, which is going to be for Sunday, July 4th. Okay, so I have a lot to talk about and not sure where to start. Oh, and it's July 4th. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a super boring, maybe even depressing day for me. Okay, first things first. My boy's birthday party was yesterday. It was a pool party, and even though it was mostly family, plus my best friend, it went pretty good. Guy was there early with me, and he helped me set up. Everyone talked with everyone, and even though Guy said he felt weird, he did not feel bad. So I guess that was good. I did find myself wondering during the party how he felt about being there and us being apart. I felt weird and sad. I did not like it at all. It was the first time since our breakup that we have been around people in this way. I felt like I could not sit next to him too much, and it was just off. Then he left, and the party was still going on. Well, people were still there, and that bugged me, and it hurt me. And I know it shouldn't, but it did. Why? Because this was our son's party, and it should not have gone that way. I never thought we would be going to his birthday party in separate cars, that we would not take a family picture with him. We have done so every year since he was born. This was not how my son's birthday should have gone. This was not normal. This is not what I want. And I know typing all that shows that I am thinking irrationally. Too bad this is not what I want. This is how it is, and I need to deal with that. How do I deal with that? I know it has only been eight years for us, but for me, that is still a long time. And in those years, even when I was mad and wanted things to end, I never put detailed thought into what would, into how that would affect everything we did together or for our son. I have been thinking about me and him a lot lately. He's seeing this girl and she was telling And he was telling me about their date and how he kissed her and stuff. I know I asked and I wanted to know and it made me jealous. I think that is normal. He said he felt like that when I told him about Nolo. I felt like she does not need to be getting with my man. I know this is crazy, but there it is. I was telling my best friend that I have been thinking about us getting back together. I think maybe I'm just lonely. Well, I know that I'm lonely, but still... Here is what I came up with. When I have finished school and have a well-paying job, and neither he nor I have done something stupid like getting remarried or getting pregnant, something I do not have to worry about, thank God, then maybe we could. And I say that because, well, we will be more than even. I really think that our relationship has been uneven from the start. Then Then I was so wanting to take care of him. He was suffering and lonely, and I wanted to heal him, to give him love and stuff. I felt that at the time. I was giving love, and he was more the taker. Not that he did not love me back, but I saw it as me taking care of him. 
I think he would agree. When he moved here, I had the higher paying job. Not that it was great, but still it brought in 350 a week. <laughs> then when we found out about the baby, we moved to my mom's house, which was very uneven for him. Then he got a job and we moved into an apartment and the scales were tipped in his favor ever since. And it should not come down to money, but there it is. He did make more of it and that makes him better than me. And maybe that was only in my eyes, but still it was there. I know that I've always brought in money here and there, but even, but never anything like what he did. Hell, last year alone, I made $1,900 for the year at my job. That is two weeks work for him. And even though we both caused the debt in the house, I would have to argue more him than me. He felt that it was very uneven that he had the biggest responsibility to pay them. How funny is that? He felt burdened by the debts, and I felt lower than low for not making money. I almost wish, no, I do wish I could have switched that around. I would love to see if things would have been the same. I'm not trying to kid myself. I know what I did in the house did matter. I know that I was not the best or always on the go like my sister. I'm sure that day after day, me being in bed when he went to work bugged him. I'm sure he felt like I was living off of him. Fuck. Typing that makes me so mad. I was not living off of him. We were married and we were both and we both had jobs. So mine let me sleep in. We agreed on that at the time. Why should I feel like I was living off of him? I should not feel that way. I should not let him make me feel that way. But shit, it all comes down to money. If I made money for what I did, the hours I worked and stuff, then I would not feel like I do. Because even though I know I did quite a bit, I still feel like he did not think it was much. And now he's cleaning and keeping the house in order. And I bet he thinks, see, this is so easy. Josie could have worked and done this. Well, maybe he should add our son to that equation. He makes all the difference. Hell, sure, I could work and clean and make it last for weeks on end if it was just me. But add my boy, the walking tornado that he is, to that. And I do not even think he takes that into thought. But, really, I do not even know where I'm going with all this. I was just the best. It was just about our son and the pool party. But wow, I guess I have had this in the back of my mind. Well, that is why school is going to be a very important step for me. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to do well. And then I'm going to get a job and take care of myself. I really do look forward to having a place of my own, my own apartment. I think these are things I need and that maybe I just need to stop thinking about Guy and maybe what the future will bring. Let's just see what happens as it happens. The second thing, yes, there was a second thing. I'm going to stop going to the clubs. Why? Well, first of all, I go there and I'm hoping to meet a man. I do not need to meet a man right now. I need to get a job and get ready for school. And when I go to the clubs, I always leave feeling bad because I go for that reason and it is an unhealthy one. Second, I need to lose weight. I'm still not happy and I need to be. I still feel bad when I go shopping with the size zero person. Okay, I do not want to be a size zero. I want to be a size 10. And I think a size 10, I will look good and feel good. To fit into a size 10, I think I need to lose at least 30 or 40 more pounds. And I know I can do that. It will take a few months, but I can do it if I try. And I'm going to try. 
and I mean really try. I feel bad when I do not get looks at the club and one good reason not to go. I hate that others I am with get checked out more. Another good reason not to go. But more than any of that is that I am not happy with myself and I need to be. That is very important and I need to get to it. I have wasted an entire month just sitting around doing nothing and I need to get on it. I need to do it for myself. I deserve to feel good and look good. I need to give that to myself. No one else will and it's on me. If I can work so hard to help Guy get through life, then I sure as hell can do this for myself. I'm going to start tomorrow. It will be another new day and I'm going to make a goal sheet and a schedule and I'm going to stick to them. Well, interesting. Okay, so what I have to say about this is it goes back to an episode from a couple weeks ago where the therapist said that I worked hard for others and not myself. I worked hard to bring Guy out of the misery that he lived, the dead-end life that he had. I worked and moved mountains to get him here to Florida, to be with me, to build him up. <laughs> and it worked. It really worked. Even to this day, he will tell you that if he had not come to Florida to be with me, he would not be the person that he is or have all the opportunities that he has. That was the point. That was the moment in his life where his life changed for the better, even with all the crap that happened. So back to what the therapist said, like, I worked so hard for everybody else and not for myself. I, there's so much to unpack on this episode. I mean, on this journal entry, I'll start with the birthday party that I do remember that birthday party. I remember that it felt odd. All of my family was there. And he was there because, of course, it's my son's birthday party. We didn't hate each other, so he's going to be there. But it was weird. I couldn't talk to him like my partner. I was also worried about other people seeing me look pathetic by maybe giving him too much attention. Um, and also, I needed to maintain the distance because we were not a couple anymore. And so it was a very weird dynamic. And then, yes, the party's still going, but he left. And I'm really sure he left to go to some other outing because he turned into quite the busybody. And so, obviously, it wasn't his weekend to have our son. And he, he left, which, whatever, at that point, it bothered me because he's like, why can't you wait all the way till the party's over? But that's the new dynamic when you are no longer a whole unit. It wasn't his weekend. He was there for his son for his birthday, but he didn't have to stay to the bitter end. He didn't have to stay and help clean. He didn't have to pack the gifts in the car and go home because it wasn't his weekend. And that bothered me. And I understand why that bothered me because it was one of those first milestones that we were celebrating separate and you know, you can imagine it, you can think about it, but when you live it, it's, it's, not a, it's not a nice feeling. Then we go on to talking about, oh, I'm 
thinking about getting back with him, which, you know, I'm sure that that thought will cross my mind many, many times over. But what I found interesting was that I started with, I want to get back with him. Let's try and get back to him, with him. Maybe when we are more equal, then it'll work. But when I started going to talk about that equality, I started going over the things that were a really big problem in our relationship to begin with. He was the provider financially, and he hated it. He hated getting up. He hated working. He hated being the responsible person in the family financially. But he also didn't love spending time with his son. He wasn't the, you know, stay-at-home dad that would be, like, cooking the meals and showering or anything like that and taking, making sure, you know, your, your, your child is playing, your child is eating, your child is clean. That wasn't him either. He was not a family man. This is something that I came to realize. This is something that... Is just the truth. Some people just aren't. And he is not. And the proof of that is that up until this day, he has never married and he has never had another child. He realized that he was not a family man and he made sure that he didn't put himself in that situation again. So I got to give him credit for that. As far as the finances go, I really had a hang up about that. I really, it's sad that I equated my value with a paycheck. And I hate that I did that. I hate that I gave him so much power just because he was the one who worked. Because yes, he did work. He worked nine to five. And when he came back at home at 5 p.m., he would lock himself in a room with his computer. And I don't think we ever sat down all together for meals. I remember that I would have to ask him for a quote unquote favor if I needed him to like help give our son a bath. Uh, We might have hung out and watched TV every now and then, but we were not like a family unit. He had his work and then he had his computer obsession and we were basically on the fringes, my son and I. So I did not work because I didn't want my son to go to daycare. I really didn't believe in having a child and then having him raised by daycares. I was able to stay at home with him and I stayed at home with him together all day. Yes, that means if he didn't wake up at, you know, eight in the morning, I didn't wake up at eight in the morning because why did I need to? And I will always remember that guy was so resentful He made me feel like crap often, not every day, but often whenever he had to get up after snoozing the alarm, maybe three or four times, and he finally just had to get up. He was just so angry that I didn't get up. And should I have gotten up? Could I have gotten up? I could have. But why? Why did I need to, to make him comfortable when the rest of the day I was going to do my job of taking good care of my son and making sure that there was food on the table when he got back home. And then when he got home, it's not like he then made the effort to hang out with us. He would go do his thing, go sit in his computer. I mean, we were not 
We were not a compatible. It was just not, it wasn't going to work. It didn't work. This is why I was going through a separation and divorce. And I needed to, you know, remind myself of that. This journal entry starts with thinking about getting back together. And it ends with me remembering why we're not together. We, it just didn't work. We did not work. We did not have the same goals, the same family values, the same outlook on, on life. And I, I go back to the money. I hate that I put so much attention on money. I hate that I, no, I, I just hate that I made money such a big deal. I hate that I put my own value on money. I hate that I felt that he was superior to me because he made the money. This is something that I have learned after our divorce, after I needed to be basically the provider for my son, even though, yes, he always paid his child support. I cannot ever complain about that. He always paid his child support. But I was in charge of my own money. I was in charge of all of my responsibility, my bills, when it was just me and my son, and I thrived on that. And when Guy was totally in control of his own money and could do whatever he wanted and couldn't blame me or, or, or blame our son, he did horrible with money. He was never able to buy a house. He was driving the same kind of broken up car for quite some time. He was never able to really build up a savings. He burned through his money. He still had money problems. He would still get, uh, you know, drafts. Uh, what is it? In, insufficient drafts on his, in his account. Even though he was making triple the amount of money that I was. But because I have learned that it's not what you make, it's what you spend. So even though I made significantly less than him. I spent significantly less than him. And I was able to save and thrive and still enjoy life and still go out. But I wasn't eating out all the time. I wasn't getting dry cleaning all the time. I I picked and I chose the smartest ways to spend my money. And that helped me. And he did not do the same. So I blamed myself. I felt guilty. Oh, look at all this stress. Look at this. But it wasn't me because when I was out of the equation and my son was out of the equation, he was still struggling. So that wasn't on me. And I take pride in knowing that on my own, I was able to make it. Also, I'll just on a side note, those numbers that I talk are like ridiculous numbers. But this was, you know, 15, 16 years ago, which makes those numbers sound a little better. Like, oh, you know, I made 350 a month. I mean, a week. Or did I say a month? I'm not sure. Either way, still 350 a week was not bad back then. I think maybe nowadays sometimes some people might not find it to be so bad. Let me look back because there's no way that I was saying that was 350 a week. Uh, Oh, yeah, 350 a week. So that wasn't a bad job, honestly, still now. I'll have to do the math. I guess I touched on why I shouldn't be clubbing 
because I was going out there for unhealthy reasons, looking for unhealthy things and putting myself in unhealthy situations. I don't know that I cut down on the clubbing, but it was definitely something I was trying to do. All in all, I found this journal entry to kind of be all over the place. You guys might agree. And I think that my review of it kind of went all over the place. But that's kind of how my thought process worked. Anyway, I think I'll end it here. Thank you all for listening. If you want to reach out, you can do so by following me at www.heavypagespodcast.com. And if you haven't rated um, my podcast, you could please do so. Give it five stars, thumbs up, whatever it is that they do wherever you listen to this podcast. And I really appreciate it. And I look forward to sharing some more with you all next week. Until then, bye. Bye.